Welcome to today's podcast. My name is Pastor Steve. And I am Pastor Daniel. We are so glad that you have joined us for this week's message. Yes, we are indeed. You know, we are praying for you. We are believing the best for you. We believe that God is working in your life. He, uh, When you connect with God, it makes such a difference to you, your life, and yeah. the people around you. Absolutely. You know, why don't we go over to this week's message right now? Well, today is all about overflowing thankfulness. And really, my sermon comes from one key verse. And my sermon is really simple, okay? But it's a life principle that I want you to get because it it has the possibility to change every part of your thinking, every part of how you live, every part of your attitude, and really it can purvey all that you are and change you to be Christ-like in a way like you've maybe never seen it before. So today I want to start my sermon with this verse, and it's from Colossians chapter 2, verses 6 and 7. And it says, So then, just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in him, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught, and this last bit, and overflowing with thankfulness. Have you got that? That whole passage just sums up actually, it's the fulcrum point in Colossians, and it's really the writer saying, this is what I want you to do, this is who I want you to be, and that last part is something that I want us to focus on today. So you've got those two words in there, overflowing thankfulness. Overflowing is all about abounding, not just having enough, but more than enough, having total plenty. You saw that glass at the beginning, it wasn't just gone in, it had run over and it came over the top, and actually it made the table a mess and it made everything else a mess and we all know what thankfulness is it's just giving thanks but actually we'll find out that thankfulness is a little bit more than just giving thanks it's not just saying thank you it's a whole attitude that surrounds us that becomes part of who we are so overflowing thankfulness Actually, I just think that is probably the best way to sum up the attitude that I want to aspire to have. Have you got that? I would love to say, Pastor Wesley, he's just overflowing with thankfulness. Do you know, if somebody could say that about me, I'd be like, yes, that's exactly what I'd love people to say about me. It's a motivator for me. There's no wonder that thankfulness is across the whole of the New Testament, across the whole of Jesus' teaching, actually across the whole of God's teaching, that we need to be thankful, 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 thankful. Actually, being thankful, giving thanks, is part of the attitude, the altitude of attitude, if you'd like, the mindset that we're supposed to have as Christians is one of thankfulness. We've just sang a great song that said, thank you, oh my father. You know, we've sang songs all about thanksgiving, thankful, 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 thankful. When we understand what God is, what he's done for you, how he created you, how he's shaping his whole world for you to have a unique part to play, actually, we shouldn't be begrudging about anything. We should just be thankful because of all that he is, all that he's done, all that we have, and everything else about us. So just as a little motivator for us here, if you're not thankful, if you're not somebody who overflows with thankfulness, it's going to conjure up some words that I'm pretty sure you wouldn't like to be stuck to you. You're going to be called uh, ungrateful. 
Now we know our kids can be ungrateful sometimes, but that's not quite the same as me as an adult having an ungrateful heart because I'm not full of thankfulness. We could say that we're disrespectful. We could say that we're ignorant. We could say that we've got disregard for people, that we're apathetic or just plain rude. You ever notice that? Some people, they just can't say thank you. They're just rude. Maybe that's just a British thing. You know, we bump somebody in the street and we say, oh, I'm very sorry. Then they apologize to us and we say thank you for them apologizing to us that they bumped into us, but they were polite afterwards. I don't know if that's just a British thing, but it's certainly something that happens here that actually is the right attitude that we should want to have. Because actually, somebody's polite to us, I want to say thank you. Somebody's good to us, I want to say thank you. Because if I don't, I'm just hoity and actually I'm walking around rude. You ever done that? Somebody bumps into you, they walk past you, they don't even look. They don't apologize. You even go to them sometimes and say, excuse me. And then you realize, I haven't got the right attitude by doing that either. But they don't even care because they're in their own little world, not paying attention to anything. But we don't want to be those people, do we? We want to be people that are filled with thankfulness, filled with gratitude to people. Let's not be ungrateful, disrespectful, ignorant, rude, or anything else that's negative. Let's be those positive, wonderful, kind, loving things that people want to do. So today I want to encourage you to be somebody that is overflowing with thankfulness. Have you got that? I want to say thank you to everybody who's serving here today at Destiny Church. If you're on a camera, if you're on car parking, if you're on kids, if you're here in attendance, no matter what you've done today, thank you. Do you know, if you're a Christian, if you're watching this at home, thank you for tuning in. If you're somebody that's given to the ministry of Destiny Church, thank you. If you're somebody who's been faithful to us, thank you. To the musicians, thank you. To everybody, thank you. But actually, I don't just want to say thank you to the people who have served and done something to reward my thanks. Because that's something that, I want to have something a little bit more than that. I want that to be my attitude that is a thankful attitude, whether I've received something or I haven't yet received it. Because it's not, I get a service, I pay for it. It's not that you do something and you get thanks. Actually, I give thanks because of who I am and what God has done in me, for me, because of all that I am. This isn't a transaction, this is an attitude. This isn't something that you do so I give you thanks. This is who I am gives thanks to God. Okay, so let's have a look back at that verse again that we read from two Col- Colossians 2. So then, just as you receive Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in him, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught, and overflowing with thankfulness. So we'll break that down. It says at the beginning that we received Christ. And actually, the Greek word in there is you received it like a tradition. This wasn't just a little gift that you had. This is a lifestyle something that defines who and what you are. This is culture. This is something so deep and ingrained in your tradition and your culture that you received who Christ was. That's part of the attitude that we have. You know, we often preach, Christ isn't just something you do on a Sunday. Living as a Christian isn't just something that you have as a label on you. It changes every part of you. It changes every single part of our our culture and our tradition, how we live and our attitude and those things. Do you know, we traveled or we used to travel to Malawi quite often. And Malawi has this little phrase that talks about them being the warm heart of Africa. And every Malawian that I've ever met 
around the rest of the world talks about having this warm heart, and they have. It's part of their culture. But you know, we need to have something that's a kingdom culture, a Jesus culture in us that actually we're defined because of love, because of thankfulness, because of caring, because of compassion, because of everything that we are, because of our tradition, because of our culture, because we're part of his kingdom, we're his sons, his daughters, and we're going to take on his attributes. And God is a thankful God. That's why the Bible is just filled with us. Give thanks, give thanks, give thanks, give thanks, give thanks. Everywhere is about giving thanks. The next part of that verse talks about make your roots. Where are your roots coming from? Because if your roots are coming from your tradition in Christ, great. If your roots are coming from culture, it can be a little bit flaky. We're called to have our roots in Christ. We're called to where our sustenance comes from, our water, our health, our nutrition. The thing that drives us as human beings shouldn't be good family ethics. It should be good Jesus ethics. It should be good Christ ethics coming from the ground up into all that we are. We can't just rely on our education. We can't just rely on our culture. We've got to rely on the roots of Christ sustaining us in everything that we're doing. We're called to be built and growing on that truth of Christ. So make sure that we're still growing. Make sure that we're still developing. If you're less thankful today than you were yesterday, you've done something wrong. Actually, if we're growing in Christ, we're going to be more thankful today than we were yesterday and more thankful tomorrow than you are today because it's a growing aspect. Then we're called to strengthen our faith. Do you know it's really hard to be ungrateful. If you're ungrateful, it's really hard to be full of faith. It's just really hard. Once you start to be grateful for what God has done, it builds something on the inside of you. When you start to be thankful for, the, for what God has done for you, do you know it bubbles out of us? It starts to change who we are. It starts to help grow our faith because we can see things in a good way. We can see the positive things that God has done and that inspires us to have more faith and more faith and more faith. Just like when you start to say thank you for the small things, you start to understand how to say thank you for the big things. So strengthen your faith. And it goes back to saying, as you've been taught. And do you know the principles there? This was a book being written to a, to a church, to a region where lots of other ideas were coming in. Do you know the, the main philosophy, the, the Instagram wisdom, if you'd like, that we perhaps see in our world today? Do you know there's an awful lot of really good stuff and real garbage that comes in little snippets in your social media feed, on the news, in your TV programs, and in everything else? Do you know when we used to watch TV programs as a kid, they always had a really good moral story? Going back when I was a kid, I'm sure a lot of those moral stories were biblically based. And they were. They were principally based. But you know, a whole load of what my kids watch now and a whole load of the stories and the soap operas and everything else that influences us, the movies, they don't even have a good ethos in them. Or their agenda definitely isn't in line with what God wants us to be having thinking. So actually, we're being strengthened often. We're growing on things with a different level of faith. We've got to go back to the original. We've got to go back to the source. We've got to go back to God's original plan. He wrote it in the Bible. Don't mess it up. Don't make it complicated. Just believe what it says in the book and let the Holy Spirit show you what the true wisdom of that is. 
And then at the end, we need to be somebody who is thankful. Not just a little bit, but in absolutely every single aspect of all that we are. This should be something that is a gushing, overflowing sense of thankfulness. We need to be thankful. We need to show thankfulness. We need to make it who we are. Do you know, just saying thanks only acknowledges the gift. It's at least polite. When you give your kids something, teach them to say thank you. It's a good principle. Because if you don't teach them to say thank you, you're actually teaching them to be unthankful. Do you know, actually you're showing yourself, I'm going to give thanks for this. Say grace. Say a prayer for the person who made the food. Thank your teachers at school. Do you know, when was the last time you prayed with your kids that your teachers were going to do the best they could do and you sent them to bed and said, thank you God for those people that have influenced my kids' lives today? Maybe a challenge for some of you parents. When did you last say thank you to your boss? It's really hard to do as well, isn't it, sometimes? It might be a bit easier for me if I work here at church. It might be a bit harder for you. But when I was in a secular job, do you know, actually being thankful for my boss is something I didn't understand so much of at the time. But now I look back on some of that time and, and they were able to influence me and teach me and put me on training programs and help me understand the concept that I'm using right now in my life today. They didn't know they were doing God's work but they were. So thank you. Do you know, just saying thanks isn't enough. We've got to be polite, but we need to have that thing that isn't just enough, but it's overflowing. It's an abundance of all that we do. Okay. Just one last little bit in the middle of this. Being thankful actually comes and is probably the same heart as somebody who is totally filled with love. And I just want to make that really clear. You know, Christian love in you is going to cause you to be thankful. And thankfulness causes you to have even more Christian love, the way God wants us to be. They're they're sort of synonymous in the middle of this. But for the purpose of today, I've tried to take thankfulness as being that sort of real attitude of gratitude, that real aspect of having that thankful, overflowing heart in all that we do. So some areas that we can be thankful in every day. That's simple, isn't it? In 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 16, it says, Rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks, exactly the same root word, in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Well, if you want nothing else, there you go. That is Christ's will for you, is to give thanks in all circumstances. So in every part of your life, the will of God is give thanks. If you feel that you don't know what God wants you to do, I can tell you today, because that verse promises it, give thanks. Well, I don't know what God wants me to do. Well, I know he wants you to give thanks. I might not know anything else, but I know he wants you to give thanks. And I know he wants you to give thanks when it's good, when it's bad, when it's tough, when it's easy, when things are brilliant and when things are really hard. He wants you to pray. He wants you to rejoice always. And he wants you to give thanks no matter what you're going through. Do you know, we should never be bitter, horrible people. We should be those kind, loving, overflowing, thankful people. And let's read this from Psalm 100. 
Do you know the Psalms are a great place to help stir up thankfulness inside you? It says, shout for joy all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us and we are his. We are his people, the shepherd of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgivings and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. Do you know, it's very hard to read that and not feel like, God, thank you. Thank you, God, for all that you are in everything. Here's another one that you could be thankful for. You could be thankful for church leadership and church. In 1 Timothy 2, I urge you then, first of all, that petitions, prayers, intercession, and thanksgiving be made for all people, for kings and all those in authority. Thank you, Mom, for ruling our country with God at the center of your life. And today, as we mark 70 years, God bless our queen for being faithful to you. And we say thank you for the United Kingdom and that we've had a monarch sat on our throne for 70 years who loves Jesus. God, let her be even more influential for every day that you've got left for her. And for every other person in authority, God, thank you that you put them there. Help them to live lives and be in the center of your will and do what you want them to do. But thank you, God, for church leaders, that we may live in peaceful and quiet times in all godliness and holiness. This is good and pleases God our Savior. Not that we live in those places, but that we pray and we give thanksgiving for all those people that God's put us with and under. Colossians 3, verse 15 to 17. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body, as a church, you are called to peace. And be thankful. Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms, hymns, songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. That same word, gratitude, there is exactly the same word as Colossians says in Colossians 2.6, that thankful word. And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. You're getting how this is going? Do you know we can have overflowing thankfulness for friendship, for discipleship, for people around us, for brethren, for the people that God draws near to us? And the Bible is absolutely littered with particularly those apostles saying, thank you to this person, 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 thank you, 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 thank you. You know, if you don't believe that, just go and read Philemon 1, 4, 1 Thessalonians 1, 2, Philippians 1, 3, Colossians 1, 3. Do you know, it's all the way through those books. It says, we thank God for all of you. We thank God for this person. We thank God for you. We thank God for the believers. We thank God. 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 In Colossians 1, verse 9, it says this, For this reason, since the day we heard about you, we've not stopped praying for you. And we will continually ask God to fill you with the knowledge of 
his will through all the wisdom and understanding that the Spirit gives so that you may live a life worthy of the Lord and please him in every way, bearing fruit in every good work, growing in the knowledge of God, being strengthened with all power according to his glorious might so that you may have great endurance and patience and giving joyful thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of his holy people in the kingdom of light. Do you know you can give thanks to the people around you? You can give thanks to the people that help positively influence you. Do you know some people help positively influence me and they never say a word to me? But when I observe their life, when I observe their faithfulness, their steadfastness, the choices that they make, do you know I'm thankful to that? I'm thankful for those people. I'm thankful that there's other people around doing the right thing before Jesus Christ, building the kingdom of God all over the place. I'm even, I'm, but I'm especially thankful when they're doing that and they're part of my family, they're part of my church, they're part of our family. Because actually, they're helping to see God's kingdom come in all that he has to do. Do you know we can be overflowing in thankfulness for God's protection? Philippians 4 verse 6, don't be anxious about everything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with, do you know it's there all over the place? You look at so many of your favorite verses, and what are you going to find in the middle of it? Thanksgiving. You know, you can't be a Christian doing what God wants without having that thanksgiving coming out of you. It's just incredible. And how about, do you know, we should be overflowing with thankfulness for our salvation. It's a very simple, big thing to be thankful for. In 1 Peter, 8, 1, Peter 1 verse 8 and 9, it says, Though you have not seen him, you love him. And even though you do not see him now, you believe in him and are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy. For you are receiving the end result of your faith the salvation of your souls. Do you know there's such a great joy when we understand our salvation? There's something in us that just needs to say, God, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. So here's something that you might not have known that I thought was really interesting when I was studying this verse from Colossians. The actual Greek word for thanksgiving in Colossians 2 verse 6 is eucharista which is the word where we get the, the word Eucharist from, which just means thanksgiving. But we actually use the word Eucharist now to mean breaking of bread, to mean communion, to remember Jesus' death and resurrection on the cross through bread and wine. You know when you, you see one of those and you go, poof. Okay, well, it's not just thanksgiving. Actually, when we take bread and wine, we are partaking in thanksgiving we're saying thank you god remember me till i come actually say thank you until it's it's in the very word eucharist do you know it communion is thanksgiving to god in that one very moment and it's something that we're going to do now in a non-dignified way it's always dignified but actually today we're saying thank you god we're going to take communion If you're at home, grab some bread, grab some juice, whatever it is that you've got to remember Jesus Christ. If you're in the building, peel off the the see-through film and get your little wafer out. This is just a symbol that actually says, 
It allows me to say, God, thank you that every sin that I had done, was going to do, and was built into me just because humans don't get it right. It's impossible for us to get it right. This symbolizes you took all that away. You gave me something that was a brand. You took all of that all of that stuff away and you made it clean, you made it whole, you took it all away. And today, God, we're saying thank you for your body broken for us. And from the bottom of our hearts, today we're saying thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus, for dying on a cross for us. Let's take the bread now. God, thank you. Just really simply, thank you for Jesus. Jesus, thank you for dying for me. You knew everything and you still chose to love me enough to die for me. And you know, if that was the only thing that Jesus did was to die for us, I couldn't thank him enough. To have that sin taken away have all that punishment taken away. Thank you, God. But he did something else as well, and we remember that with the juice, the blood. And this is what it represents, actually, is Jesus' blood being spilt. It's a grape juice of some sorts. You might be using whatever you're using at home. It might be tea and a biscuit. It doesn't matter. You're still remembering the fact that Jesus' blood was spilt for you, not only did he, it was his body broken, but his death made a way for you to have a brand new deal, a brand new promise, a brand new connection with him that we're no longer separate from God. But thank you, God, that you made it so that we can be together. You made that we can have a future together. We can be in your presence and with you because your blood was shed for us. So today, God, we're saying thank you for your blood. Thank you for dying for us and making a brand new way. Thank you, Jesus. Do you know, it's incredible. If you just take the fact that Jesus died for you, we should be thankful for eternity. If we just comprehend that one moment, everything else Everything else in life makes sense. Do you know, we need to be people that are overflowing in thankfulness for everything that we have, everything that we do, every single part of us, whether that's for God's provision for us, our finance, our family, our partners, our parents. It doesn't matter what it is, we have all got something to be thankful for. We can be broken, we could be in chains like they were in the New Testament, we can be in a horrible situation. And you know what, you might be today, and I'm really sorry, but you can still be thankful to God right where you're at. Because in an eternal perspective, do you know what, we've got nothing other than being able to give thanks to God for all that he is, all that he's done for us. And in the tough times, do you remember it said, in all circumstances, give thanks to God. So in conclusion today, I want to say let every part of you be thankful for everything that exists. Good, bad, 
positive, negative, joyful, sorrowful. Just give thanks that God is still in control and God is going to cause all things to work together for good. But don't be thankful because of what he's going to do. Be thankful because of who he is. Be thankful because of who God is. Who God is is enough. What he's done for us by saving us is more than enough. It's an abundance. And then everything else beyond that is just, wow, beyond Do you know, it's not happy people who are thankful, but thankful people who are happy. Have you got that? It's not happy people who are thankful, but thankful people who are happy. Be a thankful person. Actually, it'll start to bring joy to you. It'll start to show you that you've got Jesus Christ living in you. So today I want to pray and we're going to just read that verse from Colossians again at the end. But I want you to remember to be thankful. Every part of all you do, not just in a little way, not in a transactional way, but let it be a lifestyle of who you are, says thank you to God. God, help us to say thank you every day. Help us to have that attitude that just bubbles over with thankfulness. Help us to say thank you to our leaders and church and friends and for your protection and for your salvation and your provision. God, just thank you for absolutely everything that you are that we can be thankful because of just you. God, help us to get rid of those things that aren't from you, that bitterness, that horribleness, that ungrateful attitude, and let us be people that can just represent you well, that just says, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Help us have a a smile in our heart because of thanksgiving, thankfulness that is within inside us, that bubbles out and overflows into our community and shows people who you are because we are thankful. Amen. Just read this verse again from Colossians 2, verse 6 and 7. So then, just as you, just as I received Christ Jesus as my Lord, as your Lord, Let us live our lives, your life, my life, in him. Going to be rooted in him. You're going to be rooted in him. You're going to be built up. You're going to grow in him. We're going to be strengthened in the faith, just like we were taught with a simple faith, directly in line with the Bible. And we're going to be people that are overflowing in thankfulness. Because that's who God created us to be. Amen. Thank you very much for joining with us today. We hope that this message has blessed you. And if you ever want to get in contact with Destiny, you can do with info at destinychurch.co.uk. We release these podcasts weekly. So do check out the next episode. We shall see you really, really soon. God bless and goodbye.